Good morning and welcome to HR Tech Weekly, One Step Closer with Stacey Harris and John Subsher. Hi, Stacey. I understand you're in Nashville. I am. Good morning, John. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I am looking at a beautiful view of Nashville. My first time in Nashville. So doing an event for uh, Cornerstone here where I'm speaking at a, at a mini regional convergence event that they have here in Nashville. So excited to be here. That's cool. You go to Dollywood? I am not going to Dollywood. I may, if I've got enough time before I get to the airplane, try to go to the archaeology site for the, the, the guys who do the, the American pickers, but that's about all I think I'll probably try and get in. <laughs> so. It's like a guitar player's burial ground? <laughs> no, it's, 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 have, have you never watched American pickers? Okay, you, you sort of, it's a very Midwestern thing. You go pick up a bunch of stuff from people who are getting rid of it, and you repurpose it in people's lives. That's one of my favorite shows. I know it's bad. <laughs> Really? No, I never. I never. I don't own a TV, so I, so I don't, I don't yeah. see that kind of stuff. Um, um, but <laughs> but but so there's an American Pickers like Hall of Fame there. Is that is? There is a store here, yeah, based off that TV show. It is. It, it's just something interesting for people to know about me now. Now I feel like we really don't want to talk about it on HR Technology Show. <laughs> so 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 everybody who's listening, please mail Stacy your junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, I, I got the Rat Pack team, honestly, from my uh, my grandmother and my father. <laughs> okay, so 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 now now we know what we need to know. Um, there's there's some interesting stuff going on out there. What what, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, it's it's a busy week, and not all of it may seem like it automatically relates to HR, but it but you know when I was going through the the, the various things I was hearing in the. You know, space this week. I think there are some things that maybe people might want to pay attention to that don't immediately jump out at us. This week, I'll be talking. I'll talk a little bit about what's going on here, where um, where I was at yesterday, which is at the Learn um, HR Technology Expo in Minneapolis, uh, sort of a regional sort of mini HR tech event, um, three four hundred participants. Let's so talk a little bit about that. Um, but there's also some really big news. So Ramstat, uh, first right, is launching a new thing called Talent Velocity, which is a they call it a digital hub for global access to advanced HR technology. So we can talk about what that is or isn't in some sense. Um, we also have this week a Ascendify. We talked a little bit about this last week, but we might want to sort of revisit it. Ascendify is launching Aspire. It's their AI-powered career assistant. And that, I think, is interesting. We didn't get enough time to talk about it last week, and I think there's a lot of stuff going on with this idea of AI assistance, but I think this is the first time we've heard about it in the career assistance versus just sort of really learning. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, also, you know, sort of along the lines of what's happening in this space of sort of system connections, um, MuleSoft, for those who do a lot of integration strategy work or use integration tools, um, was picked up for $6.5 billion by Salesforce. That was uh, it was pretty a, a pretty big announcement in the sort of overall HR tech space, but I thought it was really interesting for the HR space because a lot of people are using it to manage their HR integrations along with other system integrations. Um, and we can talk a little bit about maybe how MuleSoft and Salesforce all fit together because Salesforce is already sort of putting it out there as a big part of their process. Um, we also have a couple of, of organizations that are getting some funding uh, this week. Um, we got an $8 million startup round for Employment Hero, 
I always liked the idea of employment heroes, but uh, um, that was put together by Seek and, and one, um, one Ventures, and we can talk a little bit about that. And then if we get time, there's some interesting stuff going on in the AI side. Um, Udacity, which is a learning tool, uh, announced um, that they are putting out a school of AI as well as four new nano degrees and a 3D simulator tool. Now, all that may not seem like it's tied together, but it actually is a, a pretty robust uh, set of tools that Udacity is putting out there to supplement the fact that they don't feel that um, colleges are preparing um, the next generation of skilled workers for these areas, um, which we've been talking a lot about. Also in the AI space, Amazon um, uh, let out some information about their SageMaker AI services tool, um, which is a streaming AI. So we talked about that and how that might affect some of the changes happening in the market. So lots of stuff going on um, this week. Uh, you want to start we'll talking about the uh, HR Tech Expo, though, which is just sort of a yeah, yeah tell, me about learn. tell me about LEARN. This is Minneapolis's answer to a national HR technology event, yeah? It is, yeah. So it's put on by Matt Peterson and the board there. It, it used to be in an IRAM, for those who know IRAM, which is the um, HR technology group, sort of um, uh, regional group. And when IRAM decided not to have regional groups, uh, LEARN continued to stay in existence. They, they uh, rebranded themselves as LHRN, LEARN, um, and focused on HR technology. They do monthly meetings. And then once a year, they do a big um, expo. Um, and there was probably about 400 participants there. Uh, what I thought was really interesting was the sort of depth, or I guess the, the, the breadth is probably a better way of putting it, of the presentations that they had there. They had, you know, a CHRO panel put on by Jason Averbrook. They had the future of HR and payroll by uh, Felicia Cheek from Hackett. Um, There's also, you know, I was there presenting how HR and finance systems um, are connecting and how organizations um, need to start making those bridges work a little bit better. Um, and then I wrapped up the day um, uh, with um, a presentation on personalized recruiting. Uh, and I thought, boy, this is, you know, he, here in this one little in microcosm, you can get a pretty good picture of all the things sort of happening in the HR tech space right now. Um, so I, I was excited. I like regional events. I, I, you get more chance to talk to people, I think, at some of those events than you do the big ones sometimes. Not that the big ones aren't necessary. It's just that I think regional adds a different level to it. So had a good time there. So, so what did you learn about personalized recruiting? That's, that's, you, you, you hit a lot of high points there. Um, <laughs> you, you gave a presentation about personalized recruiting or you saw something about personalized recruiting? That's, <laughs> that's an interesting thing. I didn't give a presentation on it. No, my presentation was on a, how finance and HR need to make better bridges and talk to each other um, more often because uh, finance is going through very similar uh, areas as HR technology did in transitioning uh, through the cloud and retransforming their processes. So mine was much more, um, let's work with the technology together. But um, Jacqueline, and I'm not going to remember Jacqueline's last name. You might remember her. She's, she she uh, does recruiting tools or did recruiting tools blog for a long time. I really like her. She, she's a great um, presenter. But she was doing the personalized recruiting uh, presentation, and I thought it was fabulous. Now, she was showing a series of um, tools that she uses in her own recruiting process, um, some free, some not, some, you know, that were sort of um, with various vendors. But what she really got into is the fact that 
some people think that technology can make things very impersonal. Um, what she felt is that things can be very personalized if you use the technology right. If you use the technology, as we've been talking, to automate things like following people on Twitter or retweeting important things, things that you don't need to spend as much time on, then you can really create personalized outreach efforts um, you know, with the time that you have. And those personalized outreach efforts can then be automated in some ways as well, as long as you sort of understand the audience that you're talking to. So it, it was it was interesting, but I wouldn't do it justice. I, I would recommend talking to Jacqueline, and I have to get her Twitter handle. We'll put it in the the notes. That's that's Jackie Clayton, yes. Thank you. That is Jackie Clayton. I couldn't remember her last name. I just know that I that I talk to her often, and she's she's always fun when I listen to her presentations. It's, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to get her take on whether or not you can do sort of hand done personalization. Um, and keep it documented well enough so that when um, a GDPR forget me um, request comes through, that the the people who are in contact with that person know to purge them from their desktops. I mean, that's that that it's seems to be the the hard part with with personalization today is is if you don't have it carefully managed inside of some system you risk putting your company in violation of GDPR. You know, it's, it's a good point. It's a conversation that we definitely had at the event. Um, one of the, the things that made the group that I was talking to ooh and all ah the most was when I was talking about GDPR and whether or not they had the capability in their, you know, um, bring your own device policies or bring your own device tools to uh, wipe someone's computer if they've left the organization or if they have um, lost their, you know, devices, um, because that would be a violation of GDPR if they aren't able to do some of that stuff, right? Uh, wipe it to local location you have it, right? Um, those are all questions that people are struggling with. Um, Jackie would be a great probably person to ask about that. Um, she did talk about a lot of dashboards and tools she used to track this information. So my sense would be she she probably could better than most, but I don't know enough about the processes to know if you could do it with everybody. Interesting. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. It sounds like LHRN Learn is um, an, an interesting place to add to your list of one's list of uh, shows you might stop and see. Yeah, I would agree very much so. So, but. All the other stuff going on this week, Ramstat, source rate, talent velocity. This came across my table. I was like, is this just a rebranding of something? I, mean, I don't know. John, what do you think of, of having a digital hub for the global access to HR technology called Talent Velocity by Ramstat? Is, is this something new and different, or is this just repackaging of something people have been doing for a while? I I still can't tell. So. So the idea here is that there's a single, they say dashboard. So I, so I, I, I've not seen a demo, but I, but I'm imagining that this is, you know, um, there are three, six, nine, ten uh, different uh, services that are being presented on this single dashboard, and. There's a CRM tool, a video interviewing tool, an AI chatbot, 
um, a freelance management tool, um, a referral tool, an automated reference checker, um, a talent community and assessment process for programmers, gamified psychometric assessments, online recruiting and network events, and workforce reporting and people analytics. So, so it's it's like a stew that hasn't really been cooked. You know, um, there's a there's an argument for a, a stir fry where the vegetables are lightly cooked and very distinct. Um, and so this this doesn't sound to me like a technical integration of these various things. And there doesn't seem to be an underlying viewpoint about how they go together. So this is like this to me. This is like a single sign-on to these different shows, and 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 I ask them some questions. I believe you can get discounts on the services by buying through this um, dashboard, but but it's unclear. To, it's unclear to me. The point that that you could make with this is that there are a ton of point solutions that fit in various places in the recruiting workflow. And um, uh, it looks like chaos out there to a lot of people, I think. I, 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 I would be willing to bet that, that the adoption of some of these little technologies is going slow because um, an AI chatbot for candidate interviews and engagement, for example, is is not an interesting standalone thing. It's interesting when it's hooked to video interviewing and when it's hooked to CRM and when it's hooked to referrals. Um, and so this this sounds to me like sort of um, you remember, you may not remember, in the beginning of department stores, there wasn't one central bank in the department store. Every department in the department store was its own business. Hmm. Um, and so, and so, so you go to the men's department, you buy something in the men's department, but you couldn't return it in the women's department. Um, um, you couldn't, often you couldn't pay for it in the women's department. Right, so every merchant inside of the department store had their own finance and accounting, and and the great, I think it was Macy's who had the insight um, that you could integrate that all into one seamless experience. Um, but 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 this is this feels like the early days of that. It's interesting. I mean, this could be also seen as just sort of another version of a marketplace, right? That's what it felt like to me, but. The one thing that I noticed about it was that all of these things are things that, um, you know, we asked a question in the Scary Theater Annual HR System Survey about what applications, what features and functions do you, that are sort of coming out that are new, are you getting with your applicant tracking system versus those that you're not buying, purchasing with your applicant tracking system? And the things they've picked are most of the things that people aren't already getting with their applicant tracking system, which makes sense, right? Um, but yet they are using, right? Um, and so I, you know, I think part of this is people are out there using this and they just want a central location to access it, you know, depending on what they put into this dashboard, if they'll have any, any sort of reporting out on it will make a difference as to whether it's more than just a marketplace. But what I think is sort of interesting is, um, 
all of these are things that are tied to sort of more the culture of your organization, right? How you do um, recruiting, how you want to approach people, the types of things that are important to you in recruiting, um, which is it's the things that the 20% that you just generally don't see in a big enterprise system that sort of serves everybody's purposes. And so this might be the model we have to go with if we want to sort of have that unique, I guess, setup of, of recruiting processes or tools that are unique to our culture and our environment, maybe. That's my take, I guess. Sure. Well, well that, would, that, would, that would suggest that, that we're about to see a reemergence of the HRIT department, right? Because if, if you've got these 10 additional functions um, and you, ha you I don't think I don't I didn't get the sense that the data underlying data was integrated here that there's some, yeah, because either, there's, yeah. not, there's some there's not some um, comprehensive workflow imagined here that's just oh here are some things you can do um, here's some mustard here's some ketchup here's some hot sauce here's some curry here's some <laughs> you know, you know, it's a bunch of ingredients that you can yeah. get to through a single marketplace interface, um, um, and so, so in order to make this really work, you have to be able to manipulate the data and have the the um, functionality appear at the right time in the workflow, and um, that. Um, is means you need full time people who are working on integration in your organization, right? So, so does that yeah. make sense to you? Do you buy, do you buy that? I, I, well, I think at, at this point, me and you might be on the same page on this one. I, I, I have a fear that a lot of people think that the HRIT department is sort of less valuable than it has been in the past. But what all the things that I've been hearing, um, it's more important. It's more strategic, and it's more um, necessary in some cases because of all the little pieces that we're using, right? Um, you know, a, a good way to look at it might be that, you know, when you have sort of a best of breed model happening in the market where people are doing best of breed in anything is when you definitely need someone who's overseeing the overarching picture more um, versus sort of an all-in-one solution. But I think we've learned pretty clearly that no tool kind of has the all-in-one. So I think you're right. Yeah, the HRIT role is going to be it's not necessary, you know, um, absolutely critical for sort of staying in compliance and making sure your, your data is where it's supposed to be at, right? Isn't that interesting? So, so now, that, now that we've made significant progress moving to the cloud where you don't need an IT department, the need for an IT is exploding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's our take on it. Because everybody's yeah, well, telling me that role's going away, but I don't. Yeah, I think we're not seeing it. So. <laughs> well, 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 maybe that's what maybe that's what the data and analytics function actually is. Is the integration effort? How would you see? How would you see the difference between between what's going on in people analytics and and this this deep look at data and the integration that IT would do? To me, that they're sort of the, the two sides of the same coin, right? The, the data analytics role is the role that it, it's necessary to have that data integrated at some level, right? Um, so many of them, I think, have to make 
um, the effort to help get the integration right because they understand the outcomes of that data integration conversation. I think the, the HRIT specialist role is thinking about how the data flows and at what points it needs to be integrated. So I think that, I don't think they're the same role, but I think they are definitely connected very tightly, right? Um, and probably often overlap if someone doesn't have um, unique individuals with those various roles in the organization. Well, well, that's this is going to be this is going to be a good one to watch. Um, you know, I, I don't think that people typically associate Randstad and uh, technology, but but I've been talking with their AI people, and um, it's it's reasonably clear that Randstad wants to make a stand as a as a tech company. Most service companies are these days, right? They're all out looking for. For new tech, there was a, um, I think we're we're going to find that more and more um, the services and the technology have to go hand in hand. But probably in another story for another day. But yep. Okay. Yeah. Next up is a Sendify. Oh, my favorite guys, the Sendify. Have we talked about a Sendify much? We have not, and and I don't know that I've, I I. I have not spoken with them before. So this, this one I'm a little bit perplexed by because um, Ascendify, what they're doing here, I think is interesting. They're, 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 they've already got sort of a, a, an assessment tool for skills and a talent marketplace process, it looks like, and built into their system. But now they're putting um, AI, I guess, algorithms into career assistant um, data. Uh, is this something you've you've spoken with them about? Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about Ascendify, and let me notice that that at IBM's Think last week, one of the big um, announcements they made at IBM Think was a similar kind of capability. Um, their their Career Navigator, the IBM Career Navigator, does does similar stuff. Ascendify is fascinating. Ascendify is a a full up um, Fortune 100 applicant tracking system with all of the related mm, technologies and vision of an integrated talent management product line that is being financed by GE and Cisco with development happening inside of GE and Cisco. And and so so what you have customers who are disaffected uh with the quality of the offerings in the space wanting to back a technology play that addresses the needs of the the very very exclusive and complicated needs of Fortune 100 companies. And that's mm-hmm. that's a centify and they are they are just kicking the doors down. They have seven or eight um, um, intelligent software modules, um, and this this career assistant is rooted in competencies and the evolution of competencies combined with a complex dynamic interaction with with individual employees, so that. So that the career navigation process includes um, some functions that were were typically performed by an LMS. 
Interesting. Yeah. I, I, it, it sounds like, you know, they're, they're sort of taking the next step in where this, this market is heading. I, I, I really like, you know, sort of Matt Hendrickson, who is, it looks like is their CEO. Um, his comment here, I think, really captures what you're talking about. In the future, we won't be matching people to job openings. We will be defining work around the inspirations of our teams. That says a lot. That that says that maybe we're going to rethink the idea of how work is created to some extent, right? Um, that's really aspirational, particularly for an HR technology company, right? Most of them are doing this right place, right person, right time conversation, right? Which to me feels like it is, 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 it is very uninspiring to think about, well, am I the right person? Well, who's the right person? Well, maybe I want to be the right person. What do I have to do to be the right person, right? Um, this is much more about where you might want to go. Whether or not it'll take hold, I don't know. That, to me, it feels a little bit probably um, like something we'd like to see happen, but whether I think our organizations will embrace it, that would be a different question. What's really interesting about Ascendify is they don't release functionality until it, until it is working at um, the core companies they're building this in, right? And so, so it's, it sounds aspirational, but the idea that, that machines are going to do the drudgery and that, that we are headed towards a world where um, everybody in the company is doing the stuff they love to do, that's that's not um, just Northern California woo woo anymore. It 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 is what happens when the gr- when the grunge work goes away. John, um, I would love to buy into that dream. So I, so so I'll I'll be a cheerleader for this if it happens. But uh, um, I we'll see today. As but I'm you're from Ohio. But you're from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> and we're pragmatic. <laughs> And we can't have anything nice if we're from Ohio. That's right. Great. Well, <laughs> no, no, we've we've run through our time now that we've we've passed my poor home state. Um, I, as we're wrapping up, I think you know it's important. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about the MuleSoft purchase by Salesforce. If you were looking at integration and your company uses MuleSoft, I think it, yeah, should pay attention to that. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about Udacity. Um, I think Udacity's. Um, new training and their new school of AI and 3D simulator tool is going to give many LMSs a run for their money. I think you know, we've been talking about Udacity as a content player for a long time, but this puts them in the space of some new tools as well. So, so lots of new stuff going on. We'll, we'll probably have a lot more to talk about next week too, because we'll be traveling again next week. So um, it's yep. going to be a busy week uh, coming up. So, All right. As usual, wonderful conversation. Thanks, Stacy. You've been listening to HR Tech Weekly with Stacey Harris and John Sumter. Really appreciate you tuning in. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.